giving me goosebumps, buddy. Damn! To put your boy on the block? It's the best day in the BB Can house, quite frankly. Well, 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 look who's on the block now. You killed the Alliance, Kyle. Yes, that's right. We just finished watching episode 10, well, a few hours ago at least, um, from week four here in the Big Brother Canada 10 house. Um, we are here breaking this episode down here on Super Meter Boys Podcasting a little bit late, actually, on Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. I'm Dave Mater, joined my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jamil Robinson to talk about this episode and the current state of affairs here in BB Can 10. Uh, as we saw tonight, the savage betrayal of Gino renaming his boy Kyle his ride or die uh up here tonight uh up against um oh, yes as uh, Marty takes himself off the block uh he was very disrespected he was hurt as a man right here uh, that's where he was right hurt. here he was hurt uh it sucks to suck Gino according to uh Marty's daughter and uh yeah there's uh, I, I think some emotional moments. We, we we talked about this in the spoilers the, the other night, guys. We knew that this was coming with uh, with with Marty going to come down, and then ultimately Kyle goes up because I was kind of excited in the Monday episode. I was like, "Wow, we're going to see you know like Gino and Kyle maybe have to be like their backs against the wall here. They might have to win out for a few weeks until they can eliminate some big targets. Maybe they'll have to uh, put their backs against the wall. I don't think that. Okay, I know Jamil, you and I disagreed about this the other night, and I think we still will disagree. But I think that Gino could have gone a different way with this. I think this is the easy way out to go with the house. Like, you know, like, and Jane and I are watching this tonight. She's like, why is it always like what the house wants? The house consensus. The HOH can try to can push what they want a little bit too. Like, sometimes we see it go too far the other way where there's HOH-itis. Um, this is maybe a little bit too much of the group think where the house is kind of dictating things, you know, and, and how, what's, what is good play and what's bad play. Um, anyway, how are you doing tonight, Jamil? I'm all right. Just all right. How would you like to respond to my statement? I disagree. Okay. There isn't anything like what details that need to be provided. It's not like he's he. Why does why is everyone doing what the house wants? This is the dude tanked his game. The dude ultimately tanked his game, and you're trying to rebuild your game, right? In that case, you do do what the house wants so that you are seen as a party that's malleable that you can work with right you don't want to be looked at as a person exactly what gene gino did the logic they're gonna put up myself and kyle up on the block together and if he goes down i'm gone i i don't want to be a hostage in this situation so i'm gonna shoot the the person i'm gonna shoot kyle and I get away scot-free. It's a betrayal. It is a betrayal. Kyle betrayed him last week. Did he betray him, though? Yes, he did. He betrayed him by screwing up the game so badly. What was so bad about what he did? He he put up members of his own alliance. He broke up his, his supposed surefire alliance. The yeah. entire house in, in a game of Big Brother where the where it's so rare that the the house kind of um sorry it's it's not rare that the house votes together in this game where it seems that there's more like 
everyone's malleable and going back and forth when everyone in the house agrees about how badly someone was HOH. That's something you have to take notice of because he targeted Josh. He didn't just targeted Josh. He targeted Moose and Stephanie, both in his alliance. And then Josh also in his alliance. So Jeff, we haven't really gone to you yet here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyle, I think is maybe the question of the hour. Like, do you like? Are you think that him going up tonight is exactly what he deserved to get, or and there was nothing? How could anything else happen? Or do you think that this is maybe just uh, the house is being, I don't know, something? I think okay. I think it's kind of interesting that my boy Marty is the one that convinces, you know our boy here uh, to go up on the block uh, after he was the one who convinced um, uh, the East coast to Kyle to uh, put up Josh in the first place. Yes. He's like, he's, I think, all right, you want to go after Moose fine, but I think going after Stephanie was uh, his big mistake last week. Like he should have put up Moose and someone else that wasn't in the Alliance. If he really just wanted to go after Moose, you know, which it seems like to be his thing. You know, so I think that was his mistake. But at the same, like you know, at the same time, like yeah, Jamil's right. He was in a big alliance, and you you're supposed to ride that big alliance because it's safe and it makes sense and strength in numbers and makes the game simple, right? Yeah. Whereas now the game Boring. is complicated, right? Unless I, you play like Kyle, I welcome him. I, as an audience member, I agree with you, Dave. Yes, hundred percent. As an audience yeah. member, yes, Kyle is great. I'm sad that Kyle's gone. Also for my draft, well, but at the same time, he actually voted. I they can't still have to blame Gino. The process. I can't you know? blame Gino. I think Gino also kind of did him a solid by not putting him on the block for the veto. You know, like before the veto, Gino you know I mean? was trying to stick by him for as long as he could. Yeah. Right. You know, and he ultimately he's like, I can't hold on to you anymore. It's just too hard because everyone's against it. And uh, ultimately, uh, you know, he because earlier in the episode he's talking about like, well, if, if somebody comes down, if Jess or Marty come down, then I'm either gonna put up Betty or Tynesha. Those were his backups, right? Right. And so ultimately, he doesn't go with either of those. He chooses to uh, to put, and I don't know if that will get back, right? Because now he's he'll put up Kyle. Let's say Kyle goes, he's technically put two other people up, Marty and Jess, and he's right. talked about two other people because if that ever gets back to Tynesha, which it seemed to in this episode, it seemed to be very much in Tynesha's mind that she was uh, a definite renom possibility, which seems mm -hmm. very likely. And Betty is always seems to be uh, on everybody's lips when you're talking about who you could put on the block because yeah. nobody has ties to her, any promises or anything lo loyalty for her. So she's an easy option if you're just looking for somebody to put up. Yeah, but which means she'll probably go to the final six. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I just think here with this season, like with Gio uh, Gino, I think he, he Marty was right. But I I gotta say, like my I'm cheering for Marty. I really like Marty, and he wins the veto tonight. But in a lot of ways, he really did Kyle dirty. I mean, and then there was the whole thing. Here and Gino, with, for that matter, right? Well, that yeah, like that was the whole cleanup he did this episode. But like he basically like really should apologize to Kyle. You know, <laughs> like well, was Marty right to be so indignant, Jeff, about uh, what Gino's speech was? It was his reaction um, uh, fair? I not really, but it made good TV. Like I think, I think he should have been a lot more reserved. I think Gino's a very seems like a pretty reasonable, calm 
guy that you can reason with and he's not overly eccentric and um he's very straightforward he'll come tell you he's putting on the block like he i actually kind of respect his gameplay quite a bit um but at the same time it's just marty's gameplay is all over the place like i really like him but man like you 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 want you go after josh this week and then you're telling you know, you don't even try to protect Kyle, even though you're kind of the reason that Kyle's in this predicament, in, at least partially. Maybe not 100%, but partially. He's a big reason Kyle's in the predicament he's in. And like, Yeah, did Kyle make all his decisions in a vacuum and Gino and Marty didn't have any influence on what he did? Of course, the, the, that's what happened. Yeah. Right? Like, right, right, Jamil, like I, I just think Kyle, like, yes, he's responsible, I think, for the Moose-Stephanie fight. Okay, so, that part of it, I agree. But absolutely. the whole putting Josh up was pretty much Marty's doing. You know? How makes his own decisions though, at the same time? Sure, but that was his alliance. It was him, Gino, and Marty. That was, in his mind, that was the alliance. That was that his, he, that he wanted to be loyal to. Right. Yeah. More than and, the seven. Yeah, the seven, I think, was just a shield, you know, for at least those, at least, I think, those three guys in their mind. But Kyle didn't use the shield, whereas Gino wanted to use the shield. I think that the seven meant different things to different members of that seven. I think to Kyle, it didn't mean all that much. I think he's like, well, yeah, we're in the seven, and I got Gino, and I got – was Marty in the seven? I can't remember. I don't think so. No, he wasn't. Uh, But at least he had Gino. He's like, Gino's really – and then I'm kind of with Marty, too. But on the other hand, like you had Herman, who completely believed in the seven. He was devout. So was Summer. He was was thinking about tattoos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was he was getting ready. He was gonna like he was gonna be the thing. He was gonna He's be like, like remember Jessica. the Savage Seven. Jessica, um, what happens? What would you think would be a good looking seven tattoo? Uh, <laughs> I want you to start thinking about it. No pressure. <laughs> what is this about? Is this alliance? No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. But just like something like this, so that we can point to it. I mean, I can point to it. Like I could just see Herman doing that. Like just be so, <laughs> like. <laughs> So out of his mind that he would just completely ignore the fact that people would figure out that there's a seven-person alliance. Um, going back to what you said about uh, Gino and um, and Marty's conversation. And his um, whole reaction tonight, yeah. Marty was right to tell Gino that he didn't appreciate um, what Gino said, right? And if Gino did want to actually say it, which makes sense for optics to give people the illusion that if you come after me, this is what happens, or you betray me in, in some way, this is what happens. Sure, he's absolutely fine. But if you want to continue working with Marty, he should have did what Marty asked, which was, hey, dude, I'm putting you up on the block. I'm giving you the heads up. I'm going to put on a show, so don't take it personally. Yeah, He could have well, just I, I, easily I'm... said that. I agreed with Marty on that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Marty's like, yeah, like this, that would be the right way to do it. You know, cause he, Marty knew he was going up, but like to have sort of like, I'm going to have to say, because for my optics and I got to make sure that this whole thing of you flipping on our vote and I, whatever, and I, I'm trying to do damage control here, man, more than anything. So I think you could sell that concept to Marty in advance. I, I, but I also think that Marty's like reaction and then, you know, that he was so upset. He's like, you said backstab, you said, um, uh, you know, I'm like whatever, my, man, my like, friends, you know, my coworkers, my thing. no one's going to look like in front of all of Canada. Like oh. I, it's always amazing to me with all a big brother, the things they think are important. Like what they think that like these ceremonies and what's said at these ceremonies are what matter. 
matters. Everything matters, people. Like anything can be on the show, and therefore, like you don't know what's go- what the audience is going to latch on to. It's not necessarily going to be your your speech when you nominated somebody. It's more like the conversation you had before yeah. the ceremony happened is how people are going to really react. Just to imagine you he's in a job interview. He's like, "Are you Marty from Big Brother Ten? I'm sorry, we can't hire you." I heard that you were a backstabber, and that <laughs> like they start uh, quoting Gino's speech. According to Stephen Janopoulos, really? backstabber and uh, um, uh, did me Sorry. dirty. I, I, I yeah, you did me dirty. I can't, I can't have you part of our organization. No, no He's doing like, dirty. Gino's speech is still ruining my life. He becomes a beggar on the streets. He's like, "What you done to me, Gino? How could you do it, Gino? We were boys. We were French Connection." remember it's it's so ridiculous it's yeah. like yes you're absolutely right dave something that they say before this in a, a room where they're talking softly where it's like hey we should put up all the um all the minorities up um i believe marty might have mentioned in passing right Somebody said he, he what was it jeff we were talking about that um it was when dave wasn't here um yeah. that he 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 mentioned the cookout right <laughs> Yeah, and they're you know, I I mean, they probably should be thinking a little bit that way, but this season's just a mess. How could you? you know? Yeah, you don't worry about that. This and I, this is ex- But I did mention this. People are gonna think about it, and then people are gonna attempt it like they didn't Survivor, and you see how quickly and easily that fell apart. That lasted what an episode and change, right? That people like kind of attempted it. And since then, no one has gone close to anything like that. Didn't work in Big Celebrity Big Brother, right? Um, Doubt is going to work on on this. How's it going to work on this season of Survivor? And and this house, this house right now, it's definitely not going to work. Everyone is just too scatterbrained. I'll tell you what I'm most disappointed about with this week because presumably Kyle is done tomorrow. He will be. He's, uh, he's done. He's, de- he's he's dead. It's a unanimous vote tomorrow. Probably His obituary is already in the in the um in the Thursday Times. Yeah. I I would like I would have liked to have seen Jessica get evicted this week. I've had oh, quite yeah. enough of Jessica on this show. Really? I, I Why? I like them. I don't like their style. I don't like those glasses. Really? I don't. No, those frames are not working for me. Uh, the, some of these outfits. It's not standard issue. But it's more her just her general demeanor or their demeanor uh, of. Uh, what? Why? I, 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 I like them. I don't know. I don't like their it's energy. A... I, I'm a fan of Jessica. I think it's a, it's a good player. Good player. I, I would be friends with this person. Really, yeah. I, I would, I would love to pick their brain. I think like Kevin and Jessica are two individuals. I would just like to have lunch and just like talk about this game because it seems like they have like the most interesting take. I feel out of like everyone. Everyone seems pretty straightforward in terms of their line of thinking, right? Those two are like outside of the box. And I'm glad that both of them got got um, hired, got chosen for this season. More them, less Stephanie's, please. Right. Okay. And yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not right. necessarily a fan of like the Stephanie's and 
the uh um, the jc lins and these kinds of players you know like they're not i'm not really here for them but i think you always are gonna have them in the mix like you can't help you can't have big brother without them i don't why you could why you could. yeah like i think you can because i, think, I think, think there's a certain vibe to big brother big brother is meant to be kind of like um a, a hookup show? show yeah like a, why is it a hookup show not a hookup show but a middle school kind of a vibe like so like kind of like that high school sort of clickiness and sort of that young energy sort of carrying into a adulthood for some reason but why like we don't have this problem in celebrity big brother and it is still an interesting game a much a older gameplay. cast it's a much older cast than celebrity big brother. sure so, older but, cast too Right, but they still play the same game. Like it's still the same basic format. But the way it's they just think is different. They're motivated right. differently. Uh, right, and it's more interesting. Like I, I will say, like I would rather watch a bunch of older it? players play than a bunch of younger players. Yes, because younger players are is it, are 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 they're influenced by looks and relate. Like like literally, like am I gonna have sex later on this summer? Uh, you know, like they literally are like. Hear me out. I think that that brings a certain je ne sais quoi to the show. I think that uh, it's it's the energy of these meatheads, Jeff, who come mm. in here, and then they have to have the girl under their arm, and sort of like the energy and the testosterone and all of that kind of mixing up with each other, like kind of gives us a a, a thing in the Big Brother proper, whether it be it Canada gets or the US. In, it gets in the way. Yeah, I agree. Look, Gino ate hurting, right, to hook up with people. Right, he isn't hurting. He'll go to a club and he could probably walk away with someone. He's afraid of the dark, Jamil. He needs a nightlight. <laughs> That's why there's lights in the club. Right, well, it's, it's pretty he dark. Can I'm worried for find Stephanie and JC Lynn there in the club too. Right, well, it doesn't have to be on a if game. It's well show. lit, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, right, <laughs> I, I'd rather see people competing to win the money as opposed to people trying to up their social. Pl- um, you know, platform and and standings and trying to hook up with people. Get, go on Love Island. Go on for or like go on The Bachelor. This is Big Brother time. You need to strategize, plot, and plan. Right. Okay. That's what I want to see. Fair enough. I think that it's the question of what what is Big Brother sort of meant to be. And you guys have been watching longer than me since the beginning, right? You know, is is it is Big Brother closer to Love Island or is Big Brother closer to I don't know. Survive circle. The circle. The circle. <laughs> circle. That's that doesn't help. That's a more modern take. But um, I don't know. Like, yeah, are we here for great strategy? Are we here for messiness? Are we here for sort of any kind of great entertainment, no matter what it, form it comes in? None of the messiness of this season has happened really because of like relationships. Other, you know, other than like Gino and JC Lynn, who really don't even seem they're on the same page, which is interesting. Yeah, we saw um, no scenes of them tonight. Yeah, like I just because think... she doesn't play this game, right? Like she was a terrible draft. She's pick. not was... playing. L- l- even look back to last episode; it was bad. I'm mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> and and then five seconds later, it's like, do you forgive me? Sure. What does she do? She went goes immediately to daddy's lap and sits down. And I'm like, have some self respect, man. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. She's. She, I just don't really see a player no. that's self aware at all in the game, and is really just there for a hookup. And these are the type of players like where I'm just like, I don't care. Like, like even like some of those famous people, Dave, that have hooked up and showmanced, and like those romances have lasted or whatever. Jeff and all- Jordan. Yeah, Jeff and Jordan, and um, you know Rachel uh, Riley and Rachel Brandon. Riley and Brandon. They're all Cody they're all, and Jessica. Even Cody and Jessica, I'll give you. All of them were at least somewhat aware of how to play the game. 
you know. Uh, but now it's like some of them just get on the show, regardless of it's American or Canadian, where it's like, I'm don't care about the game. I'm literally McCray and Amanda. Look how well played out for both of them. Right, they played the game though, but yes, they're um, McCray stopped playing the game. He just slept. Yeah. He slept you know that was the problem with him. Hung out with Amanda in bed mostly. Right, and it's just nobody really wants to watch that. I just don't see why. That's I just don't understand the need for it. What I'd rather is just players that want to play the game and be there to play the game, not to live there. You know yeah. what I mean? More Daniel Reyes, less people trying to hook up. Yeah, I think but they that, would have a better product. So do you think like there should be like maybe um, no singles allowed uh, policy in, in a Big Brother it cast? It doesn't that that's not the issue. I want people who are there who want to win the game. But don't you guys acknowledge that at least part of the audience wants this, right? Because how often do we see in like their intro packages, like, would you be into a show man? So like, well, if it happens, it happens, right? Like there's the casting and production has to want this a certain element uh, for the show, right? Because they're trying to get a specific demographic by pissing off another part of the demographic. Right, because one part of the demographic wants strategy, wants intrigue, wants nuance, and the other one's like... Ooh, these we want good people. TV. I want to see a reindeer throw a box down a conveyor belt and like, you know, uh, some like more like the sweeter moments. Are, wait, maybe. are you saying that um, people who like strategy don't like fun or like relationships equal fun? I feel like there's some diametric opposition dis- here. No, I disagree. I love fun. Fun is cool. But at the same time, people sitting in a bedroom um, sucking face and not strategizing or interacting with the cast, that's not fun. Right. If they cast a whole bunch of super fans, would we get a better product? No. So what's the solution? You get people who want to play a game show and win. Varying who, so JC Lynn is maybe one example. Somebody who didn't want to play and didn't Stephanie? want to win. Stephanie, how, which how, she's how much strategizing did Stephanie do? Not much. Yeah, she Not was much. just basically she didn't pissed even off. Know, like she was totally blindsided. We know why Gino was blindsided because it was sucking face. Yeah, like right. I, yeah, so she was. He was sucking face with Jacelyn. What Stephanie excuse? Was where's she the sitting there in the room watching? Like she wasn't out talking to people, trying to. She was talking to JC Lynn about her sucking face with Gino. Like that's but what she was doing. What's the strategy in getting a, a player who's not strategic? Like, what's the purpose of targeting them and getting them out? I mean, number you for the be other able, side because gotta, she's a lemming yeah. for <laughs> lemming for the actual player on that side that's playing. But that's you more gotta, important than getting at the big target first. You gotta trust that if you're gonna take a player like Stephanie or JC Lynn far in the game that they're going to do what you say you know what i mean and if you know so that's the only reason to bring the non-targets along you know and sometimes you get a victoria and you pray to god that you know a bird doesn't whisk her away right exactly (laughs) right oh my gosh yeah she's like i'm gonna wear the booby dress what (laughs) like honestly like this is this is what the content they were going for with that person do you want to be known as hey i have this plan to try to save me versus i'm gonna wear the booby dress tonight yes the dms are popping right literally what she did jameel's right like she she dressed 
for the part, but didn't bring her, you know, her, her, her brain to the game to really like understand the social dynamics, you know, just being pretty is not going to get you anywhere in a game that's cutthroat, like big brother, you know, like you really like, even for all those showmances that we, we mentioned, they all had to play pretty hard to get where they got in the game. Yeah. Because you're a target. Yeah. You're always a target. You know, you can't, you can't just fly under the radar to the win every, you know, that's, that's very rarely going to happen. You know, look at Janelle. Janelle is a beauty queen. Right. Janelle is like, you know, she got her booby dresses on, but she also came to win a game show. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Who's another example? Rachel Riley, maybe. Sure. You can go Rachel Riley. Right. And she, she plays, even though, Technically, she isn't. She plays. She plays the the bimble card pretty well, right? The the yeah. bimble harp pretty well. She, does. she comes across as it, but she's a gamer too. I also think with Rachel, like she didn't show up there to find a relationship. She just happened to connect with Brendan. Like you know, I think they literally ended up getting married and having kids. Like sometimes it just like you were organically saying, organically happens. It's organically right moment, right time. But like some of them just like JC Lynn showed up looking for a relationship or looking for a showman's, you right. know, but I, that goes back even to the first season I watched, which was 15, right? Oh, yeah. 15. Like that's I, always been part of kind of the dynamic of every season. I think it happens. Yes. But at the same time, like it just, I, I respect it more when like, what was it? Memphis and Christmas or was, was it those two? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they, well, that, that didn't like happen until almost the game was over. Like sometimes, yeah, like you, just know, you get like a, you get a happened. Nicole Franzel and Victor who were never a showmans on the show. They just happened right. to know each other after the fact, right? Right. You know, yeah. like yeah. I just I don't know. Like I I prefer if they did like at least one season. Give us everyone's over thirty five years old. Remember when Dimitri and um, uh, sorry, Dimitri and uh, come on, come on. You know, help Netta. me out. Help me out. It's late. Netta, hmm? Netta, wasn't it? Yeah, Dimitri betrayed Netta. No, they, they, we just had the proposal on the show. Who am I thinking of? Oh, Dimitri and um, it was Ika. Ika, yeah. Sorry, I was like having a complete brain fart. Uh, Ika and Dimitri, like they had to remember, like we met here in the Big Brother house. We found true love. It's like the Bachelor a bit. And I guess what I'm what I'm getting at in my whole this whole like line of conversation is like I think that the showmances and love and all this kind of like the bachelor and love island i think it's like part of that is in the dna of the show at its core in my opinion just in the eras i've been watching it because i'm not saying it's the whole show i'm just saying it's it's in the dna it's an ancestor it's a relative it, some that trait comes out sometimes um and it's, it's part i, of I think it's part of the dna organically this manufactured we're gonna put hot young singles right as as their focus a part of the 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 um, hiring casting process is i think a detriment to the show and not necessarily um, something that is additional if you put interesting people together they might hook up right if you try every single year to hook people up it and people do kind of thing it becomes less special hmm. it does so if you were talking to their casting uh, director, what would you say? Just like, don't cast one, for people. One, why didn't you cast me before? Yeah, <laughs> That's one, right? Um, and then two, um, please, 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 please pick people that want to play the game. 
please. You know, no JC no. Lynn, no Stephanie. Is there anybody else in the house you put in that category? Um, <laughs> I, I, Betty, Betty wants, to tr- wants to play. Betty, <laughs> Betty wants Betty, to yeah. play? Betty wants she to play, doesn't know how. Doesn't know how. Uh, and then I also, I find summer is playing, but it's not enjoyable to watch. I find, you know, at least she's playing. Some people Are you in on summer, the, Jamil? She, some people say that she is the, the playing the best game. Yeah, I don't, she's, play, she's on the show a lot for, and playing the game on the show, but I just don't know if it, it's good. Um, Are you finding okay. her charismatic? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, does she have an inflection in the way she speaks? She does, um, like, yes. She what is does that? does yeah, I'm uh, summer, and I don't I run that. She's I almost like run. a like a slam poet, like all the time, yes. right? You know the way she she and she but moves very. But who was that fun. girl that was on the first season with Cochran and Survivor? That was like the the poetic talker or whatever. Um, kind of reminds me of her. Uh, I forget her name. That's a deep cut. I don't know if I can deep pull cut. that one. I can pull, I can it pull that one out. But uh, yeah, like it's just like summer. I don't know. Like I, I could, I would, I think I would either love her or hate her in real life. Like oh, I can't you would quite... hate her, Dave. I know you. You would hate her. You'd I don't think she like, would like me. Summer's <laughs> talking. Summer's talking to me, and I don't appreciate the way she's talking to me because she's just putting so much inflection, and it's so busy in terms of the way she's talking. Can we just talk like a mammal? Like a normal being. Right. Yeah. Like here's a here's a clip. He used his big beautiful brain and he did what he needed to do. <laughs> and he did what he, he, what he needed, needed to, do. to do. It's like it's a very musical kind of uh pattern to the way she's her she speaks. It's just it's more a cadence and how she delivers. I would think that things. she's Trini, but she's not. I think she's Jamaican. Her name was Semhar, guys. I don't know if you guys remember Sem- Semhar. Oh yes, I remember Sem- oh wait, no, I don't remember Semhar. Slam poet. Slam poet, you know. She went, yeah. uh, she went home first. To Ozzy's Ozzy Summer Cochran went show. last overall in our draft, right? So if she if she if she ends up winning, Sean got a steal because it was basically assigned to him in the draft. After Who's Helena, second last? second last, Helena second last. <laughs> now, can we Helena non-existent on the show? But as far as I understand, like this edit tonight was not necessarily kind to her because uh, she was not given any kind of credit in terms of like you know Gino eventually turning. Um, on this alliance, or not his alliance with Kyle, or kind of saying, okay, I will finally put up Kyle as the replacement now that Marty's coming down. We saw that it was more, I guess, summer and more of the house was kind of talking to him. I, who else with Jeff was uh, was involved in kind of convincing Gino to to put up Kyle? Uh, um, Helena was a bit, but it was pretty much uh, Marty, I think, that kind of seals the deal. That conversation Marty, Marty. Uh, it was a lot of these French conversations where he was like, you should, uh, you know, I, I, it was a lot of respect <laughs> should, in French. Uh, you should, uh, we should ta- talk a little bit in French, a little bit in English, and then we get to the, we get to the end of the Maison. sentence, <laughs> and you find out that, you know, uh, I'm going to throw Kyle under the bus, and you know, I just, I'm not a big fan of Kyle. I think what he did was messy, but Marty, like, really had to do nothing and he completely like shot himself in both feet now he can't walk and he's like and he's mad at Gino about and it. he's mad at Gino about it and I'm just like Marty like take some take, responsibility take some responsibility for shooting yourself in both feet oh, but is, I mean? is this whole is this Marty and Josh alliance a real thing like is how, how much do we buy into Josh that? seems to think it is I don't yeah. know if Marty really buys it well I think I think Marty and Josh are a thing 
And we like that as a pair. Do we think that that too can go far? What do you mean we like that? I didn't say it. I didn't panel, post this. Do we this. like that? I, I like it, all right. I mean, I like it because I have Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, you're cheering for Marty. I, I think Marty and Josh is an interesting duo, yeah. right? Like, uh, there's 15 years between them, but they seem to have a more maturity, uh, a little bit together. Like, kind of Josh seems, in general seems, seems extremely mature, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a pediatric, you know, he's a resident, he's got the everything under control, but he likes to party too. Um, and yeah, like a lot of people, I think, just look to Josh as sort of one of the one of the elder, one of the more mature people. I think we're seeing that Marty is actually more hot headed than you know, despite being the oldest person in the house, he's not necessarily like the wise old man in the house. He's or passionate, like the, he's passionate. passionate. It's the French, it's the yeah. French blood. How, what you can't do anything about it, um, you know, because like otherwise, and then Kevin is the other one I think we could maybe touch on tonight as well. Because Kevin, not in this episode a lot. Uh, he was more there just talking to Marty and then, you know, he was kind of happy about the result of this nomination. This is, you know, for him, uh, I mean, he, anytime he's not on the block and then Kevin's happy. He's not well, too, he, he doesn't seem to be too worried about Jess. He um, should, he shouldn't be happy about this situation at all. Cause he was well, doing some serious business with all this chaos happening. Like this was like, as he mentioned, chaos is a ladder and he was certainly <laughs> using it. Is 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 Kevin the little finger of this house? Yes, he is. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so uh in this Game of Thrones reference or metaphor, who's who? Who's um who who's uh Jon Snow? No, wait. Uh who would be um who, who's uh Baratheon? What's his name? Um uh King Baratheon, Kyle. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, Kyle was um was uh what's his Jeff, who's the first the Baratheon? Um you know what I mean. Um, Robert, Robert Baratheon, Robert, Robert Baratheon. Baratheon, Kyle was Robert Baratheon, but now and Gino, 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 Gino Stannis. No, Gino is, um, Gino is... might be a Ned Stark. He's Ned Stark. <laughs> Jace, that means JC Lynn's, um, uh, Catelyn. Caitlin. Would make okay, sense. Stark. Yeah, it makes sense. That's tracks. And then <laughs> who's Tyrion? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Tyrion's Kevin. <laughs> No, but then he's little, little finger. Oh yeah, he's he might. Be, yeah, yeah, he might be little finger. Yeah, Betty's Tyrion. Betty, yeah, Betty's Tyrion. That's better. No, wait. So it has to be worse. Um, so no, like Tyrion feel, at least had his head on his shoulder. I feel like Tynesha and Summer are Jamie and Cersei for some reason, they, or they're Sand Snakes. <laughs> the Sand Snakes <laughs> from Dorne. <laughs> from Dorne. <laughs> We hope we're, we're we hope we're keeping you listening here with these riveting Game of Thrones references. We hope you like Game of Thrones. Remember when Game of Thrones was a thing? Remember that? Uh, remember before the last now? season? It was good. It was going pretty well for most of it, and then they uh, they did not stick the landing. Let's just say that much. Spoilers. I'm surprised they just don't redo the last season. They might they might be uh, advantageous for HBO to do so, just to like reclaim some. In this um, age of of of. Um, of uh, of uh, Snyder cuts, why not just redo it? Yeah. <laughs> you know the book's coming out apparently. So <laughs> sure, sure, Jan. <laughs> right, that book's never coming out. <laughs> in well, it's coming out in twenty fifty two. When he's dead, I think it comes when out. He, sh he's... he should say it. He's like, when I die, this book will be released. Right, I've already up. Um, I already have it on a secure site. The moment that I I am brain dead. Um, it will automatically unlock and be released. So everyone's just kind of like, die, 
die, die, die. He's like, oh, heart attack. Oh, no, it is. And I'm just joking. Like, uh. While we're on the topic, um, I was watching this other thing on Funny or Die today. It was Tig Notaro from Discovery. Yeah. Just like just like Michael Chan, you know, and she was apparently uh, Tig Notaro doesn't know anything about pop culture. And uh, Lena Headey comes out and she's like, so I love, her, the, I love her talk show. Yeah. The game, the, the game is that Le- uh, Tig Notaro has to kind of figure out who she's speaking to. And she had no idea who Lena Headey was. She didn't know what Game of Thrones was. She, she, she didn't even know what where Lena was from. She didn't. She's like, oh, you're British. OK. Uh, you know, just seeing her like piece this all together. And they threw a bunch of uh, hints and things they were trying to like eventually get to. That she was on the Game of Thrones show. Check it out. She actually has like um, it was like a talk show, online talk show, where she has like multiple episodes about that. Tignataro is my favorite part of Star Trek Discovery, except for Michael Chan, of course. Um, Tignataro is a Jet Reno on that show is great. Not um, Admiral Vance. No, I'm a I'm a bigger Jet Reno stand than I'm an Admiral Vance stand. Okay, for sure. sure. Commander Jet Reno. She's got the best zingers in the in the show. I got so many. Uh, you know, she's she's. I could, I, I'll pick something random, and I bet you will be funny. Uh, Reno, Spoiler. Reno, Reno, Reno. Reno. <laughs> Careful, crude rock to Chino. Hot as hell. Hold the nutmeg. That's right. Yeah. Hilarious. Like the lady that I am. That's right. Take my tarot. Anyway, get us back on track, Jamil. Right. Kyle's gone. <laughs> Kyle's gone. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, okay, there's no well, way he's not gone. Not not gone. And then, what? Uh, looking ahead to week five, what do we think is maybe uh, a good HOH that we would like to see happen here next? <laughs> is there any good options, Jabil? This is like, this is like, we will see where the house. Fall. They're going to advertise it. We're going to see where the house falls when a new HOH. But who will it be? And it's like. Like, you don't know, like, the house hasn't settled yet, right? If you put Kyle up immediately, the house could have settled and had an easy week, but it's still in flux. So we're right. going to see. Because yeah, well, keep, I would love there's to see no side Kevin, of the house. I would like yeah. to see a Kevin HOH, but maybe not now. Maybe because no. the, the sides are not clearly defined. I'd like to see, like, one of them girls win, like Helena or like uh, summer or just something like that, where those people have to make a decision. Uh, right now, they're just riding the wave, and they're no. They're we all hate danger. Kyle. That's what the wave yeah. they're riding right now. But when Kyle's right. gone after tomorrow, then who's next? Well, it all depends who wins, yeah. you know. And even whoever wins, they're gonna have to actually really think about. Oh, who do I want out? Like nothing is clear cut in the house. It's all. It's a big like the 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 thing tonight where they spin the wheel to find out who plays the veto. That's a great metaphor for the entire house right now because whoever wins HOH, it's like might as well spin the wheel to see who I want to put up on the block, you know? Because right. that's kind of how it is. They should uh, have an advertisement of like them spinning a wheel. And it's like who will be the next HOH, and it like it changes from that wheel into like a game of um um you know um was it craps where you just see like the die oh the ball land and roulette and you're like where is it gonna land is it gonna land on gino who's gonna possibly go not gino but like jason lynn who's gonna go after blah 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 or is it gonna fall into kevin who's a wild card and right we'll find out and we just see it bounce 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 and it's like on big brother canada thursday monday 
Well, let's see. Are they going to do the HOH? They've been doing live HOHs for the last while. We've known the HOH for all four weeks, I think, so far, right? Who it is. Uh, So I don't think that... Because I think it's such a gap between Thursday and Monday. I don't know if they want to keep us waiting that long just to even know where the power is going for the following week. But this this is a perfect week for... um, um, to uh, to have an endurance comp, yeah, because everything um, is so unsettled. The only way for you to be safe is for you to be hoh. Yeah, but I hate endurance comps because that's where you get like weird deals being made up there and things like that. I would rather. Um, Who's going to keep some... a deal in this house? I don't know, <laughs> but then I hate those deals. I told well, like just with like remember Marty was like, I, I who did he? Steph, right? Steph. Like, I, I made a deal with Steph and I want to put it up, but I didn't put it up. And uh, okay, Marty, she like, didn't make that deal, he made that deal. I know, but they, he was obsessed with the deal, like after that. And like, that's uh, Marty's like, issue. Marty's got lots of issues, like, he does. Yeah, I'm cheering for him too, but he's messy as well. Oh, you know, yeah, like, he's brutal. Yeah, I don't know if he's long for this. I think Gino will do better than Marty. Yes, yes. I agree. I'm very happy with my Gino pick right now. I think this was turned out a lot better than I was expecting. I thought he would just be a meathead uh, alpha kind of guy, and he kind of is, but he's also more uh, nuanced than I was expecting, uh, very much so. I need a I moose a, HOH. I had, he was my second pick. I took Tanisha with my first pick. Uh, Gino was taken a tenth. Yeah. So it's uh, pretty interesting. So um, we'll come back tomorrow night, I think, uh, to talk about the finale, or well, the finale of week four, I guess, and, and <laughs> Kyle's funeral. I think we got to invite Kyle here on the podcast and we got to, because he is a podcaster. So I feel like right. he's a, uh, he, he might be uh, good willing luck. to good luck with that. I'm going to watch some episodes and he's like, no, these, these guys don't. love me. These guys are Kyle stands. Well, we're not necessarily against Kyle. Like, Kyle, I picked you, man. I picked you. I think, I think this season, like he, he went for a move to get Moose out. He went about it the wrong way. And then Marty completely buried, like finished burying him. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I think that's, it's in some ways self-inflicted, but in other ways, kind of just sad, you know, as far as like a big brother fate, you know, yeah. uh, because I think he, he could have done so much better. Had he just like shut his mouth and made it simple. Same thing with Marty. Just like, stop you're overplaying a little too much if i was now that's if i was a player as an audience member that's exactly what i want to watch and producers cast these type of people for a reason because they know that this is what they want yeah i think that kyle's chaotic hoh in week two i think it's going to be like the legacy of the whole season i think it completely it instead of getting this boring sort of methodical big alliance gets out the minority like low hanging fruits like the Bettys and this kind of thing we're not getting that right away instead we got we had this whole shake up here we had some big swings and so we'll see what's next if it gets back to sort of more of a traditional game but we're that much closer now to jury so that's going to affect things um you know you got to think about the numbers and who's going to vote for you at the end and who, who and who's been betrayed by who who called who a backstabber or not so lots to break down um hopefully we'll get to know who the next hoh is for tomorrow night as well um moose moose well 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 look who's on the block now kyle <laughs> Kyle, Lord. yeah, just, just like it's, it, dude, it's so unfitting. Don't, don't, don't gloat like that. No, yeah, there's so much gloat. Like even like Marty winning the veto and his gloating, we're like, oh, he just went down a notch. You <laughs> yeah, because yeah. me and Amanda just finished saying how much we liked Marty, and then he, he gloats in the DR. I'm just like, oh, 
I didn't like Marty tonight in his like speech. He's like, like my daughter says, it sucks to suck. Like, whatever. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, what's that even mean? That wasn't yeah. his daughter, it was his wife. Marty is just very like uh, gotta lash out at you if because he feels attacked. Like if he ever actually is like super targeted by somebody, I don't think he's gonna handle it too well. Nope. Uh Gino was like pretty soft about it. <laughs> like in some ways. Like I agree that what he said was not not completely uh soft but it was you know because gino's an actual alpha yeah he is he doesn't he doesn't feel like he needs to posturize or anything like like some people act tough he's giving moose goosebumps i don't have the clip (laughs) what happened to my clip Uh, give me a chance gino you're giving me goosebumps buddy (laughs) gino you're giving me goosebumps. Oh, well, you're not giving me moose bumps. Um, I'm not sure what that means. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. Also, check out everything else we do here on Super Made Brothers Podcasting. We talk about Marvel stuff. We talk about other shows like Survivor. Like tonight, we were talking about Survivor 42, episode three, I think. Um, check out our different playlists here on the channel. We got lots of different content. Netflix series, Ozark, uh, The Serpent, uh, Tiger King different things you can listen to us ramble on about Westworld, who knows, all kinds of different great things. We also have uh, Trivial Debates, a monthly show. We argue about movies, TV, sports, and more. Our next episode coming up this Sunday, March 27th, 2022 at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we got Max Duda hosting, Jamil Robinson, Jody Simpson, and Worf, son of Moog competing. Yes, Worf, son of Moog from Star Trek. That's right. Pineapple got- will be the safe word. Pineapple might be will be the safe word uh, for he's a jolly good fellow. We got some great debates, including what's the hardest word to say in the English language. We're going to find out. I think that's going to be maybe the most interesting round uh, to come. So check that out Sunday uh, live. You can listen to that in real time. Also check out Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel, where we talk about Star Trek all the times. Monday night, Star Trek Enterprise rewatch going through all those episodes in order likewise over on tuesday night star trek d space nine at nine ish we've been at that for two years going through each episode of star trek d space nine one by one talking about it analyzing it rating it check that out every tuesday night um with jeff mater and the crew over there and then we're talking about the newest episode of star trek often on thursdays because that's when paramount and cbs um and all of them put out the new episode uh tomorrow uh, thursday will be star trek picard uh, we'll be talking about the newest episode over there, um, episode four of season two. As well, we just wrapped up our coverage of Star Trek Discovery season four. We did every a podcast on each episode over there with Discovery Zone, Michael Chan, who often does uh, Star Trek radio theater with us here on Live, our over on Live Long and Podcast. Speaking of which, we have a new episode coming up for that. We're going to be doing Darmok on uh, Saturday, April 9th. We'll do the live recording which will then get put down, edited down into like an audio drama format podcast, um, fiction podcast you can listen to with narrations and everything else. Um, we'll be doing uh, that one with Davin Skelhorn, my cousin and yours. He'll be playing Jean-Luc Picard alongside Anne Woodward's Captain Dathan as he'll be uh, do, doing Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. We've got Jeff Mater here playing Lieutenant Commander Jody Florge. I'll be playing Dr. Crusher mm-hmm. and Robin Leffer. And we got like a bunch of our other friends playing a whole bunch of different roles in this, including Discovery Zone, Michael Chan as Lieutenant Worf, um, who's also going to be on Trivial Debates. So there's lots, lots going on. Uh, but this is more of a betrayal. And then also check out our other f- friends' podcast, Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn. They have the uh, Hellbound podcast, a horror podcast they do every Wednesday. We have um, Davin Skelhorn. He's got Locutors of Trek, his Star Trek theme channel. 
uh, where he does debates and writer's room pitches and different segments. Plus, he has X-Men, the animated series, X-Rated. And lastly, my son, Eamon Mater, under his alias of Sam Jerka, does Let's Talk About Fighting Games. They talk about Street Fighter. They talk about Baiku. They talk about... Um, Biken, Mega Man, I don't know, all kinds of stuff like that. Like it's all over there. That's right, Jamil. He's got he's got the Street Fighter, right? Is that what that logo is? Street Fighter Four, yes. Street Fighter Four. I'm more of a Street Fighter Two guy. That's Street Fighter I, Six I, is coming out. I'm I'm dating myself. Anyway, so we're uh, we're gonna head out here tonight on the Big Brother Canada Ten, uh, Episode Ten, uh, the Week Four Veto. Uh, thanks for being with us, and uh, I need to get some uh, Arissa or. Or we can go it a different way because it's been long enough. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready. Oh, thank you.